This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome back. It is the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. This segment is brought to you by my friends at Window Nation. Go to windownation.com slash home show. It's time now for Krusty's Corner. Here's the king of the Krusties himself, Broadus. Thank you very much, General. Appreciate that. You guys thinking, by the way, that you think McCarthy, since he's, because I'm, I'm really trying to run down who some of these other names might be if they go outside for an offensive coordinator. I'm just not hearing anybody. I wonder if it's just, I wonder if it's going to be Mike calling the plays, but, you know, there's people in the organization saying that, that you know, I, I know I tweeted out about, you know, about Schottenheimer, you know, maybe being the OC in title and then Mike calling the plays. But I've had people say, I don't, don't necessarily think that's going to be the case. Hmm. So. Well, they're, they're shooting down the Schottenheimer idea. That's, well, that's it, interesting. It's, 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 they're shooting it down in a way that they, they, they he probably won't be the OC. Mm-hmm. So that's where I, I mean now the name like the Ben McAdoo name. Oh, you know, and I called a couple of guys in the league I know really well. I'm like, listen, you hear anything about Ben McAdoo? This one guy's really close to Ben McAdoo. He said, I'll let you know. You know, Ben's going to get this gig. But I mean, it, Mike's going to need if he's going to play call, he's going to have to have some. I just don't see him as the head coach going in there and having to install the offense, put together all the playbooks. You know, get the teaching clips together. You know, all that stuff that you would do as an offensive coordinator. You know, yeah, and, he's, and, not, that's and, the, he's not going to do that. That's busy work. That's what, yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. I mean, to me, I just, you know, because you look at what goes on in Kansas City, you know, you know, that's Eric Bieniemy. those coaches, they all set up the, you know, they set it up. Sure. And then Andy takes the play call sheet and he starts calling plays. And Eric Bieniemy sends them in. People say, well, you see Eric Bieniemy sending stuff in it's really andy's telling him what to do there. Well, let me ask you this as far as the lack of buzz right now don't you think it makes sense that they would have waited until today to do the interviews and as the interviews wrap up throughout this afternoon and evening agents are going to hear sources will be i, I hope I, I yeah hope we'll probably show, know yeah, t- tomorrow morning yeah i hope as the show goes along some of these guys get back yeah but to me it it appeared that kellen moore had probably interviewed for the chargers job before he got let out Wow. Yeah, how quickly, you know, how quickly he got that Tampa and Chargers were in there immediately. And then what happens immediately? Now, Kellen's got a year left on a deal, too. So the Cowboys are going to have to pay him for, you know, another year. But the, you know, that, that just how quickly that Charger deal came together. That seems to me that maybe there was some, hey, listen, man, if you don't get the head coaching job at Carolina, and there's a chance you get let out. We'd love to have you here in Los Angeles. Yeah. That deal came together way fast. Might have been like Friday night. Yeah. Hey, we give you permission. Yeah. You maybe there's, talk maybe to there's a little something okay. to that, to that mutually agreeing to part ways. Yeah. 
Yeah, we'll, we'll let you interview for these gigs before we make a decision on you. And if, mm-hmm. you, if you just take it, then that absolves us of the $5 bucks or whatever we got to give you. Let me ask you something real quick. No, I think you're right about that. Let me ask you something there. Do you kind of feel like that now the scrutiny, are you going to be more understanding of Mike McCarthy as the, uh, as the head coach OC, or are you going to be like even harsher when things – are you, are you, and you're going to, are you going to compare it to what you saw with Kellen Moore? Or yeah, how you gonna, I, absolutely. How you gonna... I think the responsibility as a play caller is magnified very significantly. And I think it's going to bring out the best in Mike. Like when I'm looking at him in the sidelines, I, I saw a disengaged guy. And if you have no active role other than suggesting things from time to time, I think it's hard to be your best for a lot of guys. You know, some guys are great in that total – you know, just CEO type of managing the sideline, managing. But I, I never thought that Mike McCarthy looked engaged. I don't, I don't think he's one of those guys that can be at his best as a walk around guy. And to, put, to specifically ask your answer your question, absolutely. There's there's more expectation and more blame if the play calling isn't dialed right. And, and naturally, you'll be comparing it to Kellen. There's no question, and it'll be fascinating because the last two years you saw of Mike calling the plays in Green Bay, it didn't go well. But prior to that. I think it was once he put in, that thing on autopilot in the ten years. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. prior to that, I mean, he he had he was top ten in points in yards every year he had been doing it since two thousand and six. Yeah, so he has a track record minus the end there, where maybe he had kind of mentally checked out at Green Bay. But to me, this is this is it. This is go ahead and prove your worth, right? Because this team, I think, is kind of figuring out. Is Mike the guy, or are we going to move on to Dan Quinn or somebody else? Are we, gonna, are we really going to learn it's the quarterback and not the play caller? Yeah, I think that's. I think that's. Uh, this is all setting up for the ultimate education here for the Cowboys. You know, and I, and I, I, I think the quarterback's good enough. I, 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 I think the quarterback's good too. Yeah. The thing about it is, I wonder if they're all because you know, nobody over there is going to tell Jerry Jones that the quarterback's the problem. Because, you know, how many years do they tell you that, that Jason Witten still could play? Yeah. You know? I mean, that, that well, nobody, can... nobody's going nobody's to go up there and say, hey, listen, I, I know, you know, we've, we've had Jason Garrett, we've had Scott Linehan, we've had now Kellen Moore, you know. You think Jerry kind of wonders maybe after what he's seen? I, I think Jerry kind of has I just, that I'm, suspicion. I'm, I'm just telling you, man, the way that these coaches have been let go and it, how it's been – some of Jerry's guys and some of McCarthy's guys. I think that, I think Mike McCarthy just says, well, he said, well, damn it, I'm going to call plays then. I really do. I think he's like, okay, you don't think I could do this? Okay, I'm going to call plays. I'm going to call plays here. I think I'm going to try. I'm going to do this. Because it just seems so, it's so fascinating to me that Joe Philbin, his best friend, gets let out. Then Jerry Jones loses a Leon Lett and loses a Skip Pete and loses a George Edwards. You know where you're just—I keep saying the you know the prisoner for prisoner kind of thing, but it's it just—it's that's the way it's going right now. And I just wonder if there's Mike McCarthy's like, okay, you you don't think I could call? I'm you know you like Kellen Moore? Okay, I'm gonna call plays. No, I love I, it. I also think there's a good chance that he knows better than anybody else that you could get yeah. on what's gonna make Dak good. Yeah, and having to like fight through another layer of the offensive coordinator to get the plays called they're going to compliment Dak the best. 
I think it was probably frustrating for him. And now I think he and Dan Quinn are going to be more capable of crafting a game plan that nobody can interfere with to truly play complementary football. Yeah, because you can kind of let Dan, DQ, he's got the reins of that side of the ball. You feel good about it. He's yeah. essentially like a co-head coach over there. Mm-hmm. And you can sit back and say, this is my offense. We're doing it my way. All the pressure's on me. It is sink or swim now. There's nobody else to blame. There is no scapegoat. It is Mike McCarthy or bust. And if this doesn't work, then I think you now have the opportunity to move on from the head coach and possibly the quarterback, and you can feel fine about it because you exhausted your resources. Yeah, I, I would say before you've exhausted them, like we can talk coach, we can talk quarterback, but you know, if I'm in Jerry Jones' office right now, I'm looking at the man in the mirror. Yeah. And saying, we need to get Dak some real protection so he can sit back there like he did his rookie year. That Dak was very comfortable. He played with a lot of swagger and rhythm and confidence and would drop really high level passes between levels because he had the time to line that thing up. Yeah. You know, when you get him in the chaos and, oh, I'm handling this and I don't know where everybody is, that's when the turnovers happen. You're not going to get that level of execution from Dak until you give him that level of protection from his rookie year. That was, you know, Ron Leary and Doug Free, yeah. Travis Frederick in his prime, Zach Martin and Tyron Smith in their primes. Yep. So it's impossible to get there, but you got to get closer. We all agree that Kyle Shanahan's a pretty damn good coach, right? Good coach, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We like Kyle Shanahan, right? We top like three, that. top three, top four guy. I tell you, I, I I like what you're saying there. Well, 49er fans are not too happy with him right now. They're blaming him for the loss in that game yesterday, and not just because of the missed challenge, but they've they they've 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 taken to Twitter for some pretty harsh comments. This guy named Evan Scales tweeted, "Star quarterbacks matter." Kyle Shanahan wants to be the smartest guy in the room, and that's why the 49ers won't get over the hump. Oh, so settling for Garoppolo and Purdy? Yeah. Well, he tried to get a star quarterback, and he, he couldn't get one, so he's putting you in conference championship games yeah. with jobbers. <laughs> How about this one? Man, these Niner fans are irrational. Here we go. It gets better. Kyle Shanahan is just Jason Garrett with a famous dad. That's from <laughs> Anthony Nash. <laughs> oh, Niners fans, irrational tears are the best. Yeah. Support the hell out of yeah. this. Oh, I mean, this is like chicken soup for your cowboy soul right now, isn't it? Yeah, and a week ago, they were flexing. This man. is from a gentleman named James uh, Tillman. This is life with Kyle Shanahan. He may get lucky and lead a team to one title or two over the course of hopefully Three a years. long career, <laughs> but Shanahan's play calling doesn't really work in the postseason. Oh, what was yeah. he supposed to do yesterday? I mean, they were an injury away. If if Brock Purdy couldn't have gone out there and handed the football off, they yeah. were going to have to play Juszczyk and McCaffrey at, at quarterback. Yeah. A guy named Lee. Lee's perspective is what they say. Kyle Shanahan's major gaffe, not challenging the obvious incomplete pass. He talked about it post game. He said they didn't get a very good angle. You know, they didn't get a good enough angle for him. He said he thought about doing it, just thought about challenging it, but he said he didn't. He did. What's final score again? Yeah, it was 31 to 7, I believe. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, one challenge, yeah. One challenge, yeah. Uh, and how about this guy, MJ? I have the Tiger. I said this before, I'll say it again. The 49ers will never win a Super Bowl with Kyle Shanahan as his head coach. And you were so sure Purdy would lead the 49ers at the Super Bowl, too. Kind of laughing emoji face yeah, things after that. I wasn't saying that a week ago. You know, the, uh, these these sound like dug-in sports guys who, like, four years ago were like, no, are you hiring Shanahan? He lost to Brady with a 28-3 to lead, and they've just, they've never relented. 
in the in the face of of mountains of evidence that maybe you should appreciate Kyle Shanahan as a coach. It's kind of their bit to doubt the guy. So today's their day. Yeah, I think so. It, it's it, it's a shame that man like last week you couldn't say enough great things about the man, and this week it's really a week to week job. It really, oh, it certainly NFL, is. It certainly is a week. Well, it is certainly sad to watch the 49ers have to go out like that. Perhaps the uh, the injury karma baton passed to them uh, through <laughs> the leg of, of Tony Pollard. And um, second injuries. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're an unfortunate part of football, you know, and it's and a for, tough game. It is. You know, people get hurt uh, and luckily everybody survived. Yep. And, and none of the injuries appear to be long term. Uh, but they absolutely lost because of injury of uh, injuries impacted them. Yep, uh, and they absolutely got there because of injuries. I mean, we put Terrence Steele and Tony Pollard in that game, so you yep. kind of live by the sword, die by the sword. That's the name of the game. Cowboys uh, news of the day coming up next. Well, Chuck, what kind of storylines are we going to be talking? Well, we were talking offensive coordinator candidates. I got some names oh. the Cowboys might be considering, and let's do a little. Would you rather next on the fan? T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.